0: Welcome to the Vinu Cape pod We hope you are blessed and inspired by what we have in store for you. Warm Christian greetings to everyone, and I hope and pray that we are still feeling the love of Christ and the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. May the Lord give us joy unspeakable as we come together to ponder upon his word today. Last week, we began our new series in cultivating the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. And Pastor Stefan emphasized and shared to us the preeminence of love in the fruit of the Spirit. It is through the love of Christ, to the love of God, that propels these fruits of the Spirit in our lives. And today... It is my great privilege to talk about another wonderful fruit that we could see prosper and blossom in our lives. And I would like to call it inexpressible joy. Peter, in his letter to the church in Asia Minor, shared this word to them. Though you have not seen Christ, you love him. Though you do not see him, you believe in him. And rejoice with joy that is inexpressible. And filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of the faith, the salvation of your soul. Inexpressible joy. I hope we could imagine how that feels and how what does what does it mean? But if I would keep on thinking about inexpressible, it means a joy that could not be described, a joy that is that is overflowing with grace and abundance in our lives, that no words can describe it. But going back to the writings of Peter, the letter of first letter of Peter to the church in Asia Minor. He wrote this letter because he was concerned for the church. First of all, he reminded them of the inexpressible joy that they have received. Peter reminds the church of the inexpressible joy that they have received when they believe in Jesus Christ. But then he was worried because this inexpressible joy seems to be quenched in their lives. It is being quenched by trials and the evil desires that they used to follow seems to be attracting them once again. And so Peter reminded them that, and tried to refresh this inexpressible joy that is in their heart. He reminds them of the great privilege that they have received from God through Jesus Christ their Lord and through the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit in their lives. Humankind was created by God to be happy, blessed, and joyful. I know many of us may, may question that phrase, but that's the reality of everything. When God created humanity, He did not create us to be sad and in despair. He created humanity for the intention that they would have a wonderful fellowship with him, being blessed, being happy, and being joyful. In fact, Psalm 1 verse 3 describes the beautiful imagery of a man who is blessed and who is joyful. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its season in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither. What a beautiful description of happiness and joy. But joy and happiness is rooted in right relationship. Joy and happiness cannot be found in acquiring material things of this world. It is rooted in relationship. And the cornerstone, cornerstone of human happiness is built on one's relationship with God. That is the most important relationship where joy and happiness could be found. Outside this relationship, the core of human being withers. Without the water, without the blessing of God, without the fruit of the Spirit, without the joy of knowing that we are related to God, that tree that has been described in Psalm 1 verse 3 would dry up, it would have no fruit, and its leaf would just simply wither. May we be reminded that the Holy Spirit was sent so that we could experience inexpressible joy. The Holy Spirit was not sent to us or to the church for the sake of experience of miracles and being able just to express the gifts. They are important. But the most important reason why the Spirit came to us is so that we may feel the love of God. And when we feel the love of God, we feel that inexpressible joy in our heart. But sadly, as we continue to walk in our relationship with God, there are many things that happen, and I would like to call them blockers of joy. Blockers to our joy. And what are they when we experience worries and anxiety, not feeling good enough, comparing ourselves to others, feeling unloved and unwanted? Yes, these things do happen to us when we move our focus away from God and, we've, and we ignore the spirit that has been with us and begin to focus just like the church in, in Asia Minor to whom Peter was addressing his letter. They begin to focus themselves in trials and the world that is around them, that the joy that they have begins to wane in their lives. Matthew 13 verse 22, we're familiar with the parable of the sower. There was one part where in the sower Saw the seed and it fell on a thorny ground, and the seed did not grow because the thorn and thistles around it kills it and suppresses it. It says, The seed falling among the thorn refers to someone who hears the word, but the word is of this life, and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. The Lord Jesus Christ. Send the Holy Spirit from the Father so that we may experience our union with Him and so that we may bear fruit as we continue to walk in the Spirit. May we be reminded that as the Spirit has been given to us, we must continue to walk with Him and we must continue to focus our hearts and mind in Christ. Because if we do not, the intention of bearing the fruit of the Spirit The intention of experiencing this joy, this love that comes from God, it will never come to us. It will wane and one day we would be sad and we would be in despair. I would like to talk about what Abraham Maslow in 1943 formulated what he called the basic human needs. And I believe this is true for each and every one of us. You and I have a basic human needs. According to Maslow, there are basic five human needs, beginning with survival. It, I would begin from the bottom in, this, in, in, our, in our slide, because survival is the most important or the most basic human needs, which simply means that we need to survive. These are our physiological needs. We need air, we need water, we need food to it. So each and every one of us, every day, we think about our survival. We need to eat, we need to drink water. But surviving is not enough. We jump to the second need, which is security. We may eat today, but we start worrying about tomorrow and next week. The need to be secure, it is the safety needs. We need to secure ourselves. We need employment, we need resources, we need proper help. we need property so that we may be assured that we will continue to survive, not only today, not only tomorrow, but through the years the years to come. The third need is what we call self-worth. It is the need to love and be loved. The need to belong and to ask people to belong to them. It is about friendship, intimacy, family, sense of connection. We need it. No one can, can go on its own. This is a basic need of humanity. The fourth is significant, which we call self-esteem. It is about how you understand yourself. It is the respect that we want. It is the status and recognition that we long for simply because we want to understand that we are valuable, we are important in, a, uh, in, in this world where we live. And finally, the sense of purpose which is self-actualization. This is the desire to become the most that one can be. This is so important, and each and every one of us have these needs. If it is not myth, then we begin to worry. We begin to be anxious. We begin to look at other people and compare ourselves to them. And when we see that they seem to be much better than us, we feel sad, we feel despair. We may be Christians, we may be studying the word of God every day, we may have experienced the fruit of the Spirit or or the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. But when our survival is threatened, when our security is threatened, and we don't feel being loved by other people, we begin to worry, and the joy is replaced with sadness and despair. And that is a problem and that is a reality that we need to face. But may we be reminded once again, I'd just like to follow Peter. He keeps on reminding the people that we don't really need to worry about these things because God covers our basic human needs. When he created Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve does not need to worry about how to survive, about their tomorrow, about being loved and beloved. They're not. They're not need to. They don't need to worry about their self-worth and their esteem and self-actualization because they were created in the image and likeness of God. God covers our basic needs with regards to survival. He provides all our needs. God is there to provide all our needs. When it comes to security, He assures for our tomorrow. He removes our anxiety. He casts casts your burdens upon Him for those who are heavily laden because He is there to take care of our future. The Lord Jesus Christ, we remember when He was talking to the people, He said, do not worry about what you will wear and what you will eat. Do not worry about tomorrow because God provides even the sparrow the lilies of the field, God takes care of them. How much more the life of someone that He has created. We don't need to worry about our self-worth because God has proven His love for us. He gave us a healthy understanding of ourself, telling us that we are created in His image and likeness. And just to prove how much He loves us, He sent His Son to, to die on the cross, just to redeem us and take us back into his fold. We don't need to worry about our significance. He came to redeem us. He came to redeem humanity. Humanity is so important. You are important to God. You are important to your family. You are important to your friends. God did not create us just simply to be Unimportant and insignificant in this world. Each and every one of us has an important role to play in our life. And God lead us so that we may understand. No matter what role is that, we are significant and we are important. And finally, the sense of purpose, our self-actualization. The most important reality is that when He sent the Holy Spirit to us, He has empowered us to be the kind so that we may be the kind of person that God wants us to be. He gave us a sense of purpose when he gave us the spirit and made us his children. Even Paul tells us that we are ambassadors of Christ. And finally I would say once again, we were created in the image and likeness of God. That's the most important sense of purpose that you and I could have. In other words, God covers our basic human needs. He will never leave nor forsake. He told us to cast all our cares upon Him, for He cares for you. God does not only covers us, but He satisfies and fulfills our basic human needs. And for this reason, we don't need to worry, we don't need to be anxious, We do not need to compare ourselves to other people. We don't need to feel unloved and and unwanted because the Lord Jesus Christ has shown us how He loves us. Therefore, may I remind you that we must continue to focus our hearts and mind to the privileges, to the blessings that we have received because of our Lord Jesus Christ. Just like the Apostle Peter reminding the churches, in asia minor that they should not focus themselves or their minds towards the things of the world and the trials of this world but focus on the blessings and the treasures and the inheritance that they will receive because of jesus christ so that the inexpressible joy that is in their heart would continue to blossom a heart overflowing with the inexpressible joy of the Lord, will burst forth in praise and action. We have seen this a lot in the Scripture. When people are forgiven, when people experience a love, when they feel the very presence of God, there is this inexpressible joy in our heart. No matter what circumstances they are in, it doesn't mean that everything would be rosy around us, but in the very presence of God, just knowing that Jesus has forgiven us, knowing that we are children of God, knowing that we have the privilege to come to the living God, is more than enough for us to experience this inexpressible joy. In Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18-20, the Apostle Paul reminded the church in Ephesus, Be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 71 verse 20 to 23, feeling the joy, knowing knowing that he has been redeemed, wrote this, I will also praise you with a harp, for your faithfulness, O oh my God, I will sing praises to you with a lie, O Holy One of Israel. My lips will shout for joy when I sing praises to you. My soul also, which you have redeemed, my brothers and sisters. Just knowing that Jesus Christ had redeemed us from the powers of sin, of Satan, and death, I believe is more than more than enough for us to jump into joy, and always worship and declare the glory of our God. Continuing with what the psalmist expressed in Psalm 71, verse 22 to 23, this is what he said, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hands are pleasures forevermore. In the presence of God there is a fullness of joy. Therefore, we must continue to seek the presence of God. We must continue to follow the Holy Spirit. We must continue to appeal for the presence of the Spirit because that's where we will find the fullness of joy. It's not on the things that we have. It is not in our career. It is not in the wealth that we have. It's not in the achievement. For day after a while, they will be gone. And this happiness that we have from from getting, those things will disappear. But in the presence of God, there will be the fullness of joy. And what the psalmist said, there will be pleasures forevermore. Before we close this message together, let's read Psalm 33, verse 1 to 9. And I ask you to feel what the psalmist is feeling when he wrote this. And when we read it, I hope that you would remind yourself Of the salvation that you have received. The first love that you have for Jesus. The Holy Spirit that has been given to you. The assurance of your salvation. The forgiveness of sin. Put that in our heart as we read Psalm 33 verse 1 to 9. Allow me to read it. Psalm 33, the sovereignty of the Lord in creation and history. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, for praise from the upright is beautiful. Praise the Lord with a harp. Make melody to Him with an instrument of ten strings. Sing to Him a new song. Play skillfully with a shout of joy. For the word of the Lord is right, and all His work is done in truth. He loves righteousness and justice, The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and all the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea together as a heap. He lays up the deep in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. These are more than enough for us to rejoice in the Lord. These more than enough to know that the creator of the heavens and the earth is on your side. Inexpressible joy. Allow me to pray at this moment before I show you the reflections that we have to make. I know each and every one of us have walked with the Lord for many years, but our life, perhaps some of us may be going up and down. There are times that we are worried about our life. But we must remember there is this joy that has been implanted in our hearts. And let us just simply continue to focus our sense of joy in what God has given. So if you're experiencing some sadness and despair, and you don't feel that joy in your heart, please allow me to pray with you. Ask the Lord once again to help us focus our lives and mind to Jesus Christ our Lord and all the wonderful things that He has given us and all the inheritance and all the privileges that God has given to you and to me. Let me pray. Father God in heaven, you know these people. You know them, Father, who are experiencing this sadness and despair, and at times the worry and anxiety that they have in their hearts, that the inexpressible joy that they have had from the beginning of their walk with you seems to disappear. Father, I pray for them that you would take them by their hands again and by the power of the Holy Spirit, let them once again realize the beautiful things that you have done for them. Let them realize how much you love them. Let them realize that you are going to be with them throughout the days of their life, that they need to not to worry about survival and security, that they need to worry about whether they are loved or unloved, for you have loved them and you have brought them families, loved ones, spouses, and children to show that love that you have for them. Father, let them experience that you're the one who cares for them. Lord, we entrust everyone to you, including myself as your servant, that we may not focus ourselves from the things of this world, that we may focus on Christ alone, and that our joy may never be quenched. Father, thank you. May your blessing be upon each and every one of us. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. As we have done in the previous Sundays after service, I encourage you to spend time with your loved ones, with your friends, or with your families, and let us reflect on these three important questions. Number one, Are there joy blockers in your life? Can you name and reflect on one? Number two, pray for one another as you turn away from that blocker that quenches the inexpressible joy Christ has given you. And finally, praise and thank God for giving you the Holy Spirit to produce God's inexpressible joy in you. Remember, God has created you and me and all of humanity will be happy, joyful, and blessed. Enjoy that blessing of God in your life. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in with us, folks. If you'd like to know more about anything you've just heard in this session or want to connect with our community, please find us on Facebook, by searching Word International Ministries UK or even visit our website on www.wordinternationalministries.org.uk We're so blessed to have you here and we can't wait to welcome you in the next one. See you then.